You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a bite-sized podcast that brings you real-world insights that help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we share best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demand Matrix. Demand Matrix helps you complete your data stack with technographic, intent, and revenue potential data to help you accelerate revenue. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Ajit, and today I'm delighted to welcome Pratik Vasist. Well, today it's a very interesting and intriguing topic that we're going to talk because we haven't really named it. So we're going to just talk about something uh, which is critical in today's time and should have a different way to look at it, which is called client or customer behavior. So we're going to deep dive into this. But before I get there, a quick intro about Pratik. He's a super dynamic business executive, and I have a reason for it, which I'll I'll come up post his introduction, actually. Uh yeah, he's, he's, he has a proven abilities in strategic planning, big transformation projects, basically, and op- managing operations along with, you know, improving the efficiencies in business and uh, building those uh, capabilities around it. Well, by also another big thing which I like about him, he's a chartered accountant. Okay, that's what he comes from. Also, he's got a, he's accredited as a lean professional from Cardiff University. So, I think he's a very person and I'm super excited to talk to him about it. Another aspect of him, he's got 23 years of experience uh, and currently he is working as a vice president sales with Genpact. Now, the reason I was saying why is he dynamic and super because I think the most important thing which I like about Pratik is he is super connected. He likes to talk to people. He is more of a lively person and that is what really clicked between when I had my first conversation and we felt, you know what, I think there's a super gala time that we're going to have together. So without wasting time, let's welcome Pratik to the show. Hi, Pratik. Hey, Ajit. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. It's it's super exciting. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, you've really nailed it. You know, I think I never thought about it <laughs> the way that you've expressed it, but I think it's... Uh, uh, thank you for that introduction. Yes, uh, I think uh, the pleasure was likewise. Uh, we connected. There were a lot of stuff that we talked about. I think it was overall a great conversation, the first conversation that I have. And I love to be part of this uh, podcast. Yeah. So thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Pleasure is all ours, you know. And then, uh, you know, I think uh, we have an interesting topic, you know. But uh, before that, I think it's really more uh, just to set the context, Pratik, I think uh, today, a B2B sales or even marketeers today, you know, uh, I would say there is an accelerated uh, adoption of some existing trends like digital transformation, or there's an increased use of data to understand and respond to the changing behavior uh, or buyer behavior, I would call it. Uh, we also seen there's a lot of noise around agile, you know, uh, but today, while we talk about some interesting new trends, which we expect, you know, to see gain momentum into this B two B world. Uh, so I want to understand few things on this line, and this is what the today's topic we are going to be driving or deep diving into this aspects. But before that, you know, let's kick off things by you know understanding more about your background, uh, your experience in sales, and most important, ultimately, what ends up you are what you are today. Yeah, perfect. So, uh, so I've been into. Uh, 
the financial industry for last 23 years or so. I think that's that's how much. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think I'm a dinosaur now. I mean, it's been ages that I've been into this industry doing various <laughs> kind of things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always been Absolutely. a banker at heart. Uh, you know, done various roles into uh, consulting and operations, and then system implementations. You know, there are varied varied roles that. I've been into. I mean, uh, my passion is to solve business problems and help people untap their potential. You know, businesses and people to untap their potential. Um, and that's what and that's what my driving force is. You know, I always try and think about. Um, uh, you know, a, a business problem that needs uh, some uh, help, some support. Uh, I'll try and I try generally to challenge myself, um, and I think uh, that's what's given me the uh, the impetus to keep going. You know, for for so long. Um, so for me, uh, you know, these are these are interesting topics, as you rightly said. You know, uh, how do we understand in the new normal how, how are the customer behaviors? You know, what are things that we should be thinking about? Um, I think there are certain practices. Uh, uh, that I've followed personally, um, and you know, I've been picking up a lot of feeds from uh, my, my peers, my uh, you know, clients, uh, you know, generally friends, families. I mean, there's there's so much that's happening, and everyone's into this together. Um, so there isn't a law, right or a wrong way of doing things. It's just that you know, you, you try and gain perspectives, and then formulate what you feel will be the right one for you um, as you go along. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm it's a it's it's a new normal. A lot, lots happening. Excited to, you know, um, discover and uh, innovate new things, uh, and that's how I, my journey has been right. so far. Thank you so much for that walkthrough, you know, and talking about your passion. So uh, I think here's my first question. Then comes to you is, you know, when we talk about like customer behavior, so what are your thoughts basically when it comes to customer centricity at the forefront? Because uh, you know, Pratik, suddenly I've We've been seeing that people, uh, the way people are thinking and they've been behaving completely different, you know, uh, or the buying decisions are being often put on hold. And I'm sure you spoke about like the new normal uh, and the things that we are still going through. It's not, it's just not dying on its own, right? There's things that has been really, really getting to a bad phase. So what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, so it's an interesting question. Uh, I think customer centricity uh, it's it's all about you know connecting with your with your uh, with your customers or with your clients. I think one of the things that I've come to believe in the last year or so is that it's it's super important now to build up strong relationships uh, in these new times. You know, the fact that we are still living, we are now in a completely virtual world where the personal connect, human touch is is quite less. I mean, you're not walking the corridors, you're not sipping coffee together. Um, there is so much that you are right now devoid of. Yeah. So I think to me right now, the most important thing is to start building stronger relationships. And I think that's, it's an opportunity in itself because it is also a situation where everyone's trying to wriggle their way through. You know, the people don't People are exploring things together. People are learning things together, and I think this gives an opportunity for you, especially if you're if you're into a domain like sales, to start connecting with people on a very personal front. You know, I mean, I've had conversations with my clients where we've spoken about home improvement. You know, about how are we managing our teenage children? You know, with uh, with so much happening together. You know, we're sharing the same you know home space with so many people. So. I guess the problems right. that we've been facing are almost similar, and that creates a lot 
uh, a lot of common uh, perspectives, a lot of common bond. You know, it's it's a great opportunity to connect uh, with your clients on a on a personal front. And I can tell you, you know, I think uh, most of our conversations, you know, business, by the way, happens. Um, I, I think what what's important is that the, as you start connecting with your clients on a very personal front, you start to engage them uh, on, a, on a very deeper level. The behaviors are quite evident now. It's a very informal setting nowadays. People are open to engaging. I mean, I don't remember having had client meetings, uh, so many client meetings in a week. You know, it was always a challenge with people traveling, calendars not aligning, and so on and so forth. So I guess there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of opportunity for us uh, now to start connecting with people. Decisions are getting accelerated. So you know, from a business standpoint, uh, I mean, yes, it's it's a difficult time because you're not seeing people face to face. But I, I think it's it's throwing up a lot of good opportunities for you to to do business in a much more meaningful and a faster and an accelerated manner. So um, so I'm super excited about this. You know, and I think I think I've I've made some great relationships and strengthened my bonds with uh, some of my previous clients. Oh, I think that's really good to hear because I think the whole objective earlier was always to meet over a coffee or a, a lunch or a dinner meet is about creating those relationships, which is getting a new dimension today, where you meet them in your home settings. You talk about your aspects because the other day when I was talking to somebody, uh, so he's he's an artist by profession. He's a sales leader like you, uh, but he's also an artist. So we first actually sp- spoke about the paintings which he was supposed mm-hmm. to complete, which he hasn't. Uh, so we started our conversation on those notes, uh, which was super exciting, you know, because otherwise I wouldn't have known the passion that he really carries for uh, what he really means about. So uh, I think, yeah, that's a that's a good takeaway uh, about building those stronger relationships. And those are automatically getting built, I would say, with yeah. not much of efforts. So fantastic point. Then we, you know, uh, another thing we've been hearing, and I think when I was doing context setting, there's a lot about agile marketing or the agile way of doing things, which means, was it not before? It was, but I think it's got a different perspective today. So how are you adopting to sales and strategizing the same today? It's a good question again, Ajit. Uh, there are a few things which I think I've come to realize as we sailed our way through this pandemic and we're still into it. So basically, the client expectations are changing uh, a lot. You know, uh, you have clients asking for accelerated transformation. There is fast-paced ROI. You know, the 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 long-term programs are now shrinking from three to five years to about eighteen months. You know, people are looking at um, you know business outcomes in a much more clinical manner than they were earlier. Uh, you know, people are only doing must-to-have capital expenditures. You know, people are, I mean, th- there's a lot of pressure right now because of the market conditions on what you should and what you should not be investing in. You know, so the so the good-to-haves and must-to-haves have now become much more glaringly evident, you know, as, as we start speaking to the uh, to the clients. Um, in a way, the decisioning also has accelerated because people are now taking faster decisions. I remember we used to have long sales cycles where, you know, one thing's led to the other discussions and deliberations and workshops. Um, we've been having workshops on almost on a quarterly basis on Zoom and, you know, virtual meets and, and, and they've been engaging conversations, you know. I mean, 
we were skeptical initially. Is it something that is possible also, you know, because, I mean, it's a different setting. You've got people virtually on on a, on a, on a screen and, and, and to do a workshop and then create an output. I mean, it's it was unheard of, but but I think a lot of us are, are doing that and they're doing it quite effectively. So I think there, the, the, the client's expectations and behaviors have changed and the ways of working has changed. And that's led to us also think about things differently. The sales buying journey, um, there are certain adaptions and, and, and innovations that we've done. I mean, there are new offerings that people are coming up now with. Uh, these are rapid COVID offerings, things like BCP, work from home, you know, how do you do kinetic planning, you know, uh, the forecasting aspect, the analytics, you know. So, uh, and for example, you know, we we had the U.S. CARES support that we did to uh, to the uh, businesses uh, last year. The, the other the other key thing that I'm seeing uh, right now in the market is there are a lot of strategic partnerships that are coming to play now. You know, people are now very open to partner with strategic, uh, you know, uh, f- firms. The idea is to give a complete solution to the client. Now that uh, obviously, you know, there's only so much that as a firm you can do. So therefore, it is all the more important now that people tie up strategically. They they take a complete solution to the customers. The commercials are now looking at, I mean, people are looking at commercials in a very different light. I mean, there are things like value share and gain share that are coming to play. People are now talking about outcome-based uh, pricing, you know, I mean, it's not about time and motion and you know body counts and and stuff like that. I mean, there are there are new dimensions that are being added right. to the commercials. The client visits have become virtual. I mean, uh, who could have imagined a year back, you know, that um, you, you know you you're closing a deal without a client visiting your facilities and you know interacting with your teams and and, and understanding your ecosystem. I mean, that's all now coming to a, a virtual uh, way of of doing things. So we, you know, there's a lot of virtual visits that we're doing. Um, the deliveries are now hybrid and innovative. You know, there is an onshore, offshore, work from home, from the office. You know, there are multiple models that are coming in. So I think these are exciting times. Uh, there's a lot of innovation that is coming up in the industry. Um, to me, uh, you know, it's it's creating a huge amount of thought leadership. It's creating a huge amount of incubation of some ideas which I think will be very potent as we go along the line you know so a lot of these will become the norm of the day you know uh, I, I don't think we, we'll ever go back to a situation where people are now looking at you know huge travels and you know uh, visiting clients and you know having right. you know weeks and weeks of workshops and I mean it's all happening now and it's happening effectively so um, I'm pretty excited I think uh, uh, it's it's a lot of uh, great innovative stuff that people are doing. Um, and I think to me, that's how a lot of folks in the market are strategizing. Oh, that's a, another great viewpoint. I think I love those accelerated transformations and, you know, faster decision making. And you slightly touched upon this strategic partnerships also. So uh, I'm sure you're seeing some great momentum out there. And I think, uh, do you agree that are this new age partners which are coming in and trying to build or change the whole cycles of sales used to be before? Do you think? Quick- yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's it, people are increasingly recognizing these sweet spots that people uh, or the firms should be taking to the clients. You know, for example, data analytics is one of the areas where you don't need to be a big Fortune 500 company to you know to start partnering uh, with a with, with a firm like ours. Um, we are looking at uh, capabilities in the market which are niche, which are really relevant for the clients, uh, 
and those partnerships are actually getting fructified. You know, we're taking them to the clients and I'm sure uh, the other firms are also doing that same thing. Um, and the clients are resonating, you know, so they, they understand that it's not going to be all built at their end. Um, they will have to take uh, the right support from the right partners. Um, and our job is to make sure that we get the right partners to the client because, you know, I mean, that's that's the way we are helping and supporting and complementing their accelerated transformation. Um, so I think uh, I think there is an increasing awareness to pick up the right skill set and the right capabilities. Um, and that's actually doing the rounds, you know. So uh, the momentum that everyone's now looking at, you know, in terms of acquisitions and getting the right strategic partner, I mean, it's it's just happening there. I mean, I, I'm I'm so um, I'm so thrilled that we're doing some really meaningful right here and now strategic partnerships. Then you know, thinking about a long term and a very long drawn acquisition and 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 partnership. So um, yeah, so I think it's it's all happening now. It's it's all there. Fantastic, great one. Uh, I think then the next question that comes to my mind about is then. Uh, what are the recent trends that you've been seeing or you've been following uh, these days? Yeah, and, and, and it's an interesting one because I think, uh, uh, and it's quite topical actually. So if you look at the first quarter this yeah. year, you know, uh, what's really what's really on top of everyone's mind, especially the clients, is uh, return to office thing. You know, so how do you make a workforce of the future. What are the what are the hybrid models that we should be thinking? And obviously, it comes with its own challenges. So um, you'll have to make sure that you know there's a performance management aspect. The managers are uh, you know the workforce is motivated. The talent is developed and retained. Retained. Yeah. So uh, so right now, the top of the mind for everyone is going to be the return to office. Uh, you know, what are the various models that you can build up? Because remember, you know, um, talent is the new gold for us now. Yeah. So if you don't do it better. And if a competitor is doing it better than you, the talent is going to switch over. Yeah, because because they've tracked the code. They've tracked the code. So, Absolutely. So I think right yes. now the most yes. uh, important and the most, uh, uh, you know, top of the mind conversations that everyone's having is the return to home. But um, we've been we've been hearing about the digital transformation experience, uh, for example, you know, both the customer experience and the employee experience as, uh, as another emerging team and very accelerated one data analytics is the other one that's almost you know you're hearing it almost everywhere um and then you know i would say the cloud is again one of the other things that has really caught up with a lot of clients you know so traditional industries uh who had a very uh, risk averse view of cloud and you know security issues and bunch like bunch of things like that um they've started opening up quite uh, uh quite well to the to the concept and i think there's also a pressure from the market to kind of do right. this in a very um, agile and a very accelerated manner. So at least the thinking has started to go in um, and there's a lot of traction and momentum that uh-huh. we're seeing in the clients now. So th- those are top of the things. I mean, those are some of the things that we feel that uh, are, are really making the trends right now. Oh, thank you so much again. So Pratik, then you being a sales leader for such a long time. So where do you really see this, how to stop? Okay analyze and adopt to this newer sales journeys because you, you've been speaking about it uh, since we started our conversation right so what what's the perspective that you want to bring into this yeah i think so um you know i mean there's there isn't a, as i said you know there isn't a right or a wrong answer it's it's about understanding and stepping into your client's shoes you know so what is the client uh, what is the client looking at you know how do you how do you make it easier for the client and how do you 
you know, what do you think will be resonating very well with the client? You know, because ultimately you're here to serve the clients, you know. So as long as your efforts and your, uh, you know, your work is actually helping them in achieving their goals, that's what your job is. And that's how I see it's like how I see my job. as. Um, so for me, uh, it's all about stepping into their shoes and thinking about what will help them in achieving their goals. So if they can't make long uh, days of workshop on a virtual uh, medium, for example, how do you break it up and make it easy for them? You know, what are the things that you can do as a pre-work before you start engaging those clients? You know, so we spoke about virtual visits. We spoke about new commercial models. We spoke about um, some strategic partnerships. So um, it's not going to be, you know, I think the ability to be flexible and being mindful of what the client will uh, will be uh, what will be helpful to the client is going to be paramount to me. Um, so when you talk about your sales journey, uh, my, my recommendation would be just pause and think what will work best for the client. I mean, is it going to be long days of, uh, you know, Zoom meetings on and talking about, um, you know, your blueprinting exercise or is it going to be bite-sized stuff that will help the client in, giving you a, a much more rich, richer content and perspective and, and, and understanding of his business. So I, I think there's not going to be, I mean, to me, there's no one size that will fit everyone. Uh, you'll just have to decide what uh, what works best for your clients. And and conversations like these, to me, are, are super important because they, they throw out a lot of perspectives, you know, and, and you can think about um, how is your Lego block going to look like? You know, what can you take from where and, and how, how do you want to build this up for your client? So so I think it's going to be a it's going to be a, a learning journey for all of us. Uh, obviously, you'll have to, you know, just pause and step back and think about um, what your client wants and what will resonate. And to me, that's going to be super important. So um, it is an age of innovation and, and adaption, as you rightly said. Um, so I think my, my recommendation would be that let's let's just let's just think about what will work best for the client. Uh, and again, as I said, there's no right or wrong answers. You learn as you go. Uh, but the good thing is, everyone's into it. So so obviously, there's no there's no stress in a sense that you know you don't know whether this is going to be. I mean, the client will tell you if if it doesn't work. You know, obviously, they're in the same situation. They'll tell you that uh, this is how they like to do it. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, more of when I when I speak about uh, U.S. market or where there's a maturity curve, which is way ahead than maybe APAC or something. I think they're pretty open and they've been doing like, okay, I I don't think this is working in this my favor. Is that something that you can do it better or you know? I think that open conversations have been really helping it out. And um, what I take away from this particular point of view is, I think break the code. And be flexible, I think. Don't be those institutional or a traditional way of doing. You will not be able to succeed. Again, as you rightly said, no right and wrong. It has to be a mix of both worlds. But yeah, I, I completely understand. Fantastic. Uh, well, I'm going to ask you now the most important secret sauce of yours, actually. And I want you to reveal that. What are your most powerful sales attributes? And I think I definitely <laughs> want to know that. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's not a secret sauce. I think it's a it's a question of each you know each person carries their personality. I mean, for me, what's super important, uh, which I feel is one of my most... Uh, uh, cherished attribute, uh, at least I personally value that a lot, is uh, the ability to work and and connect with the client. You know, I mean the the, the ability to build genuine relationships and a streak of empathy. You know, I, I think 
as I said, you know, I mean, I, I love connecting with people. I love to solve business problem, untapped potential. I mean, to me, that's that's the more, that's the most, that's the core of it, you know. So um, I would say, and I've been told, you know, that uh, uh, building relationships is, is one of the key strengths that, that I exhibit. And I think it just comes natural to me. So I love to connect with the client on a personal level. You know, I, I'm eager to understand the challenges that they're facing. I mean, it's about, oh, it's all about getting in love with the problem, you know. Um, and the more you get into it, the more you start, right. you know, um, uh, thinking about it and the more you start getting energized to solve that problem. And, and that creates, as I said, you know, a strong bond between you and the client. And it's all about relationship. You know, I mean, it's uh, Absolutely. Uh, I don't think uh, in my personal experience, the client will always is looking for a comfort and an assuring factor. You know, I mean, they, they know there are, there are 10 firms who can sure. solve the problem uh, almost in a similar fashion as you're doing. You know, you, I mean, there's hardly a few areas where you've got a really, really clear IP and therefore, you know, there is a restrictive uh, solution in the market. Uh, but I think it all boils down to how comfortable is your client with you? You know, does he believe and does he um, uh, does he trust in you? You know, has he got that comfort? Um, and if that's there, then... Uh, then I think uh, you know it's 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 not a big deal. You know, I mean, you you will always create a great partnership together, and you will start uh, you know closing deals in a much more faster and a much more efficient manner. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's it's all about building genuine relationship, empathizing, connecting with the client. Uh, that to me is is super critical, and I just love it. I mean, I just love getting uh, uh, connected to the client and, and you know, talk about all the things and there's the stars and moods and, you know, home improvements, as I said, and managing a teenage kid. It's, it's, uh, it's sometimes, sometimes really yeah. great to have that concept. I, I couldn't agree more to you, Pratik, because uh, I know since we've been starting interacting, I think it's all about, you know, your passion for connecting people. Uh, of course, I'm witnessing his smile, which <laughs> others are not. But yeah, <laughs> he's got a good one, which is that, Face, which makes a lot of difference to a lot of i mean it's it's all about you right when you're when you're a sales guy it's all about you how are you really trying to get into that discussion so fantastic this these are some great points pratik i i am thankful to you that you know uh, you shared all these things with us about your experience about what your thinkings are about uh, client behavior or customer behavior uh, very well needed point i would say like relationship building i know this is the most critical it's very a casual word to call out for you know i have a great relationship but that does not mean uh, everything it's beyond that it's all about a continuous effort towards that uh, and of course the flexibility that you spoke about uh, uh, the nitty gritties of that you spoke about so it was a super interesting conversation i definitely enjoyed and i'm sure the listeners who are listening to it are going to have those uh, interesting insights for them to uh, well if you still want to know more about things that he do or how he really does sales uh, feel free to reach out to him i think linkedin is the best one yeah, to reach out right. for you yeah just just type in his name and type in genpact and you would really find him and he's been super active out there just get to know more about him uh, but thank you again it was super exciting to talk to you now i have few more questions mm -hmm. to you definitely which are more personal ones to ask uh, well what's the 
latest and greatest that you've been really working upon or is it a hobby that you have picked up or something on those lines yeah i mean i think so uh, i have a teenager son uh, he's about 16 college about to college go. Uh, so um, one of the things okay. that is keeping me uh, i wouldn't say a hobby but i think that i, I really enjoy is now spending time with him and and you know with with teenage sons uh, you can never be sure uh, they've got their own world they won't let you in it's a very well guarded yes. world for them yes. so i think uh, one of the things that i've yeah. really really been enjoying in this uh, lockdown and pandemic is spending time with my son i think we've you started discussing a variety of things i have known new facets of his life i mean honestly i was completely unaware of uh things that were going on in his life i mean i've had uh i've played ps4 in his uh, you know with him which was unheard of you <laughs> couldn't have imagined to have you know spend that much yeah. of time and and the best thing is okay. he's he slowly allowed me Great. to kind of get into uh you know his uh, own comfort zone so uh, so i'm really glad uh, that uh, for me that's that's really uh, the the cherry on the top um, and yeah i mean we have we've had some great time together uh, we've laughed we've pulled each other's leg and yeah i, I think to Fantastic. me yeah that's that's what's keeping me excited and you know glued on to the home for for the near foreseeable future <laughs> True. Couldn't agree more. And thank. I think it's an exciting times we are into. I mean, both ways. I would say there are good good times happening in our lives too. And there's equally bad time also. We've been hearing, listening, or feeling about it. So I think it's both ways. I I, I completely understand and agree to you. Well, uh, thank you so much. And uh, are you reading something these days? You wanna uh, point out to something like any read, any book, or any website that you recently came across, uh, which was super exciting for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I think um, so. There are a bunch of books uh, and unfortunately i'm a i tend to read multiple books at the same time so there's this there's this book by okay. farid uh, farid zakaria on the pandemic times i think that's uh, that's an interesting read um, okay. so i've started that uh, there are uh, uh, there are a bunch of documentaries that i'm seeing uh, you know right now on 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 ott platforms uh, which again are interesting uh, yeah and and fantastic uh, you know some of them uh, date back to the financial meltdown some of them are on human behaviors you know so um, there's a recent series that i'm seeing on uh, whales and the way they are communicating so whales as a as one of the great communicators and social uh, uh, animals you know so uh, there are a variety of interest uh, you know digital and then books and mm-hmm. obviously with families we've had some heated debates on the political scenarios and, and you know the, uh, the the current situation <laughs> say in india and uh, you know how's the world going to be post pandemic so so yeah i mean a, a lot of stuff happening a lot of things uh, that we into uh, i mean i've picked up i've picked up my i've dusted my keyboard and i've started taking lessons on youtube on learning the keyboard i've been thinking of uh, learning music for some time i did off and on but you know never a best time as of now okay. just to you know lock yourself you know True. take some tutorials from youtube and then start looking so i'm hoping uh, in, in the next few weeks I'll, i'll i'll probably be a little bit more proficient on the keyboards so let's see i think when we meet next time when we do a conversation we would play the tune that is something coming from you for uh, as a start but yeah I, i think that's the motivation i'm looking for i definitely want to ask you one quick question you said you do multiple readings so maybe a quick answer how do you really do that <laughs> i am really struggling and i'm sure many of me like people out there would be struggling so people for us help us how do you do a, that yeah i mean and, and you're so right you know so uh, every time i used to travel i used to have at least two books in my in my bag because i am oh by nature God. an impatient okay. person so i i i don't want to i mean i can't drag things too much so 
and I lose interest. If it's not catching up on you, you know, you then you lose interest and you pick up. So the idea is to just, yeah. Get so it, I, I generally, it. you know, whenever I start a book or something, you know, I, I just sense my mood and what are the top things that are going on in my head. And accordingly, uh, I just pick up a book or a two and then I keep toggling between them. It's difficult, but it's, but it keeps the flavor right. on, you know, it keeps that novelty on, it keeps, it keeps okay. the zing on. So, because, uh, I mean, as you can imagine, you know, after reading a portion of the book, it sometimes gets dragging, you know, so you don't feel like completing it. Yeah. And that's the time when I switch on to the other book, you know, because those are relevant topics that are going on. I mean, like the way I talked about the pandemic thing, I mean, it just, it just came up because of the conversation that we've been having all across with the clients and all. Uh, and I thought, let's take some outside right. perspectives of what other people are thinking about the world that is going to be post-pandemic. So uh, so that was a very relevant topic. And then, you know, I landed up with this book from Fareed Zakaria. And then we I started reading. It's got interesting perspective. But after a time, you know, it gets a little bit overwhelming. So then you move on to the other one. Uh, yeah, but I think that's, that's the beauty of it. Uh, you... You tend to keep yourself fresh in the mind. Absolutely. Fantastic. So thank you again for all this information that you've been sharing. And I really appreciate that. Also, I want to give a big thank you to all my listeners who help us, you know, always to be motivated, you know, try to bring in some such great stories. So thank you, everybody who's listening out to out there, you know. Uh, and yeah, most important, take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Keep your near and dear ones very close to your heart. I think that's the important message. Yeah. Uh, and of course, thank you again to you and to my listeners. This is Ajit signing it off. Thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, Ajit. And thank you, Sunny Side Up. It was a pleasure talking to you all. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Sunny Side Up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us and share these insights with your peers. 